awesome. Sounded like I was dying then. I was like, <laughs> all right, I'll do that again. Hang on, false start. <laughs> nah, I think I'm having a heart attack. Anyway, welcome to chapter 119 of Recollections of a Snow-Colored Human Being with a Penis. How are we all doing? This could be the widest podcast yet, ladies and gentlemen. It could be, because I'm wearing a Vans Off The Wall t-shirt like it's 2005. And I don't even skate. I don't know how to skateboard, I just like Fallout Boy. So, that's it. That's that's why I'm wearing this shirt. Because uh, I like pop punk bands and I feel like one of those people who's wearing like a, you know, a, a Nirvana shirt. You see like a 13 year old girl wearing a Nirvana shirt and they think it's like a brand and you're like, you don't even, you don't even smell like teen spirit. You smell like fucking white trash. You don't even know what, you don't even know come at what comers you are is, okay? And I'm not even saying I'm a Nirvana fan. That's why I don't have a Nirvana t-shirt. But I will do it with Vans off the wall. You know, it, I feel like it's a thing where lots of people wear surf brands, but not a lot of people surf. And so it's it's almost acceptable at this point. But it is it is hack. You know, I'm wearing a skate brand. It's got a skateboard on the top. And I'm more of a rollerblade guy. Give me some blades, I'll, I'll kill you any day. You know, I'll blade or I'll blade, I'll blade. Uh, how do you? I'll blade circles around you. I don't know how to diss people while you're talking about rollerblades, but uh, yeah, that's what that's me, man. And and I've had this top for years, and I've only just realised now. I don't think I've ever worn it in any sort of content, and I don't know why. I've had memoirs of a white guy, the podcast for two years, and not once did I think. I should wear my whitest t-shirt. Actually, this is my third whitest t-shirt I own. I own a Killers t-shirt, which you might have seen uh, in The Whitest Boy Who Ever Lived. And I own a... I used to own a Red Hot Chili Peppers t-shirt, but, you know, I, it grew, I grew out of it. Um, it was more of like a year nine type deal. But I still have my Killers t-shirt. Um, and I also have a Mountain Dew t-shirt. That's probably the whitest, actually. Mountain Dew t-shirt is the lowest of the low, and it's not, it, it, it's not like I, I went out and bought a Mountain Dew t-shirt, it's even wider than that. I got a promotional Mountain Dew t-shirt in about 2010, where they were giving them away. So, um, that's, that's it. So today's the widest podcast maybe ever, I will see. And, uh, what have I been doing? I've been waiting around, guys, because I'm whipped at the moment. I am as whipped as whipped can be. If I was any one of Indiana Jones's accessories right now, I would not be his fedora. I would be his fucking whip, ladies and gentlemen, because I've been waiting around all day, putting off my life for a delivery to come. I'm one of those people. Oh, see, a van just went past my house then, and I get jealous. Because someone else is receiving their package. Where's mine? Yesterday morning, I get a text. You know, the, one of the most exciting texts you can get once you've ordered something online. It's, your delivery is expected to, tomorrow. Oh no, so it was today. But that was yesterday. So I was like, your delivery is expected to come today. We'll see you soon. And I'm thinking, sweet. Cancel everything. Jenny, cancel my 2pm. I wish I had an assistant. Um, I don't. Uh, or Fredrickson, I think I would call my assistant. What's my dream assistant? Maybe like, 
Um, maybe Klaus. Klaus. I don't know. <laughs> whatever. So I would, I would be like, whatever. Klaus. Uh, you know, cancel my two p.m. I have a delivery coming, and Klaus would be like, of course, at once. Uh, and uh, you know, he's my butler actually. Ah, oh, that's what I would like a butler for this podcast. That would be cool. Maybe if the Patreon keeps on ticking up, uh, maybe we'll get to like, you know, something like 400 pa- oh, I think we're at, yeah, maybe we get to like 300, 400 patrons, I'll be able to afford a butler, and I can just be waited on while recording memoirs of a white guy, which then would make it the widest podcast. Imagine me sitting there in a Vans Off The Wall t-shirt, getting waited on by some butler called Klaus. That's the widest shit ever. So can can we all band together, support me on Patreon, and aspire to become that as a community? <laughs> it's almost like encouraging, like, borderline slavery. I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about butlers. It's it's like you're a paid slave, which is not as bad. It's not, I'm not saying it's slavery, which is horrible. I'm just saying it's... It's... You... I mean... It's kind. Of, it's it's not far off, you know. It's twenty bucks an hour off slavery. Yeah, so anyway, um, so I was like, I'd be like, Klaus, cancel my two p.m. because once I have a delivery coming, I will do whatever it takes to not go to the post office. I don't want to go to the post office, so I will, I will change my life around so I'm at home to sign for that shit. I hate it when you get the slip. You know, you know when you miss it and you're not home and you get a little slip in your letterbox or your door and it's like, oh, you missed your delivery today, go pick it up. And you're like, fuck, now I'm going to have to have a conversation with a human being, you know, because the delivery guy never speaks. He just rings the bell. He's like, oh, sign here. And you're like, mm-hmm. it's really awkward. And you're like, thanks, mate. And then I always just go, yeah, it's okay. And then they just leave. I love that. I love that they don't want to speak to you because I don't particularly want to speak to them. It's the best interaction. I give you my signature. He gives me what I've paid for. <laughs> Boom. That is business, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I don't want to do that. When you go to the post office, they're like, next, please. And you have to be like, oh, hey, uh, so I got this delivery. And they go, no worries. We'll go find it out the back. And then, you know, either scan it through. Like, so what's on today? You, uh... You know, seen any movies like Avengers, Endgame, or whatever t-shirt they're wearing. You know, if I was wearing my Vans off the wall, they'd be like, oh yeah, do you skate? I'd be like, no, no, I'm just an idiot. Yep. Just like Blink-182 too much. Okay, cool, cool. Oh man, my my, my uh, son or my daughter lo- like, likes Blink-182. Oh yeah, great, yeah. Where's that parcel? Oh, we're just, we're just going to write the uh, code. No worries, okay. Um, yeah, 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 Blink-182. What's your favourite song? Um, I think, you know, she likes the one where she's like, Nah, 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 nah. That's every time I have to do customer service. You know what it is? I'm not very intimidating, and I think I just smile at people naturally because I'm a nice guy and I'm a sweetheart, um, and I'm fucking charming. People just want to talk to me, and that's a curse I have to live with. Whenever I go to any sort of like situation where I just kind of want to get in and out, and I'm just going about my day, uh, people always stop to have a chat. I don't like it. Don't want to chat to you. Not your friend. I'm, I'm here for business reasons, you know? We wouldn't be hanging out if you weren't giving, giving me my delivery right now that I missed. So, therefore, I'm not your friend. We haven't scheduled this hangout. I haven't been like, Oi, post office bloke, um, can you, uh, buddy, come down and, um, you know, just, I've, I've never scheduled in a hangout. We don't go get beers afterwards. 
it's a business transaction. Don't want to speak to you. And I get it. You know, there's lots of you who work in customer service and you're probably like, Luke, but it gets boring. I want to talk to people. Put some headphones in. <laughs> I wouldn't give a fuck. If someone served me and they had headphones in, I'd be just like, that's the most alpha shit ever. So anyway, this, I get I get a text yesterday morning saying your package is coming today. It's coming. And, and I get another one doing this today. Like, it's, it's on its way. It's coming. So... At this point, my package is like winter in Game of Thrones. It's fucking coming. There's a lot of chat about it, you know? Winterfeld's getting ready. I'm Winterfeld. I am the Starks in this situation, right? I'm sitting there, right, holding my own. In I'm the king of the north. I'm waiting at my house going like, yes, winter's coming. We're ready, though. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, my delivery's coming. Boom. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden... Five seasons go by, and winter never comes. Gets to season number six, finally, bit a little bit of snow falls. I'm currently in season two right now. It's day two, they've said your delivery's coming, your delivery's coming. It's not here. So, look, if I have to stop this podcast at any point, um, because my delivery is not here, then... That's it. I'm stopping it at some point. Oh, by the way, you know what? I might not even stop it. That's how disrespectful I am. I might just get up, go sign for it, then come back. And the delivery I'm waiting for, by the way, is uh, for the benefit of you guys. I bought a new microphone. Uh, thank you very much to all the Patreon people. Uh, and I, I managed to get the best mic on the market. This was not cheap. If you know what type of mic this is, you'll know that it's very expensive. Um, and that's okay though, because uh, I've been meaning to upgrade for a while, and now I'll never have to upgrade again. This is the best mic you can get. So I'm waiting for a mic stand. That's what I'm, the delivery is. So then I can have it sitting there. Otherwise, I have to sit here and hold the mic the whole time. And it's a bloody heavy boy, and I'm not made of muscles. So I've been waiting for my delivery. That's why the podcast is late. I thought, oh, if I wait another day, I'll be able to record the, this week's podcast with all the new setup and show you guys because it's been a while since I was, I've been talking about it um, but anyway, still waiting for the mic stand so, whatever and yeah, I just keep on getting like I keep hearing like vans and stuff drive by and I get really excited and then it's like, oh, it's just a plumber that's alright um, alright so that's what I'm doing, I'm whipped I'm like a needy girlfriend you know, I'm one of those people who are so whipped they're like, oh, oh cancel everything just to work around you and that's what I'm doing to to a delivery company they're like make sure you be at home and I'm like I will and I cancelled plans yesterday because I was like I need to be at home uh, and I was going to go over to Meg's house last night you know and then, and then she's like I'm like oh no I can't because because I've got to be here in the morning in case my delivery comes it's the afternoon now my delivery didn't come <laughs> that's how badly I don't want to go to the post office I'm like I will cancel plans with my girlfriend uh, just so I don't have to have a conversation with a stranger. <laughs> oh man, I'm a prick. Um, <laughs> alright, uh, I just got a text right before the podcast started. Um, I didn't read it, hang on. Uh, so you can knock me up, by the way, if you're part of the Patreon. Get on the Patreon, there's the phone numbers there. You can knock... Knock me up. Uh, do you like CDs? CDs nuts. Ah, <laughs> uh, that would be funny. 
Um, I would have been funny if you had have sent a picture of a ball sack, but also probably most likely child porn. Um, so I'm glad he didn't. Um, <laughs> that sucks. Uh, that that's that's where we're at. You guys pay for this. There's people out there who give me three dollars a month to say, "Do you like CDs? CDs nuts." And you know what? That's fucking money well spent in my eyes. That's um that's a good investment. <laughs> All right. So I'm waiting for my delivery. That's what I've been doing. Um, it's sad as shit, but it better come. What else has been happening? Okay, guys. People need to stop living in the Stone Age. Sorry. Move on. Some of you, it's 2019, and there's people out there that are doing things that we should have stopped years ago. Why? Because we have technology now. And, okay, Look, you might be thinking, like, Luke, what, what do you mean? Like, wh- wh- who who's living in the past? Are you referring to, you know, social-like things? Like, you know, people being backwards and unprogressive? No. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about people who use... Sorry, no. People who don't use pancake mix. What are you doing? People who make their own pancakes... Actually, what are you doing, though? What? Really? You're sitting there whipping it up? You're putting egg in it, flour? You're going to the store. This is what I don't get. Okay. My girlfriend was going to make some pancakes the other day. No, I was going to make some pancakes. So I was like, yeah, cool. I'll just go down to the store and uh, buy the stuff. Meaning, the pancake mix. Why? Because it's cheaper than buying the ingredients. It's less effort. You just put water in it and shake it. And also, it makes delicious pancakes. And then she goes... She, I came up with the mix. She goes, oh, what, why'd you come back with that? And I was like, because we're making pancakes. She goes, yeah, but like, weren't you going to make pancakes? Like, oh, a van, hang on, sorry. Truck, truck, nah, continually driving. Fuck. Anyway... <laughs> this podcast is going to be interrupted every time I see a van or a truck. Um, oh, damn, it's still not here. Alright, what was I talking about? Yeah, she goes, why have you got a mix? And I was like, because well, it's the future. We live in the future right now. It's not the Great Depression. We're not in the 1850s. I don't have to chase a chicken around a backyard to get an egg. You know, I don't have to be like, oh, catch it, come here, buddy. What are you talking about? Who... I haven't seen flour in about a year. That's 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 it. I haven't seen flour in a year. I, I, I don't think our, our house even has flour in it. Because no one bakes. Why? Because you can buy that shit. Are you ready? This is going to blow your fucking mind. Everyone who still does this. You can buy that shit from a bakery. What? We have stores for that now. For the last 300 years. You don't have to do that anymore. They do it for you. You can actually... Believe it or not, you don't have to do shit like that. Um, Alright, sorry. Uh, I need to put my phone in airplane mode. Getting too many bloody messages. I'm a popular boy. Um, Yeah. Can we stop doing that? I'm so sick. Every time I see people doing shit that I'm like, you know you don't have to do that. It's like when I see people still driving manual cars. I'm like, this isn't the fucking Flintstones. You know your car can change gears for you now. You know, there's Teslas that can drive for you. Fair enough if you can't afford one of them, but 
Jesus Christ, if you can't afford a, 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 an automatic Suzuki Swift over a manual, what are you doing? I hate those people like, no, but like, you know, you're not really driving. Those people who drive manual are like, oh, you drive an auto? <laughs> you're like, yeah, because I'm not going to fuck around changing gears. Dude, you can't even wank in traffic. What are you... <laughs> what are you doing that for? Oh, man. The, the, honestly, if you're driving manual, you are one... You are barely... You're barely ahead of running down the street like Fred Flintstone. You are pretty much one step above jogging your car down the road. Because you're... Whoa, anyway, it's 2019. Buy an auto. It's ridiculous. Another one. People who are still making their own pasta sauce from scratch. You see these people like, oh, I'm cooking pasta tonight. And you're like, sweet. And most people just go to like the store, buy like tomato paste or like a, like a pasta sauce from, from Woolies or Coles. And then just, just chuck it in, you know, put some mincemeat in there, get the pasta on. It takes bloody 20 minutes. And there's some people, again... My girlfriend, she's a traditionalist. You gotta love her, but she goes, "Yeah, I'm making pasta. Do you want any?" I was like, "Yes, yeah, sweet." And then, like, forty-five minutes later, I kind of like was just like, "So, like, what's the?" And I know that's pretty demanding. I was like, "Look, do you want to help?" She's like, "No, no, no. I want to make it." I was like, "Sweet. I'm not gonna get involved because I'm gonna come in and royally fuck it up." Right? That's what I do when we cook. I I stuff up, so I just stay out of it now, and um, I help her in other ways. But sometimes. She, she'll cook, right? And I was like, this is great. This is awesome. And then 45 minutes later, I'm thinking like, what's the holder? You know, like this, like pasta's maybe like a 35-minute dish, you know. it's We're past that time now. We're pasted that time. Good reference. Uh, good pun, sorry. And um, she goes, oh, no, I've been making this sauce from scratch with sun-dried tomatoes. I was like, oh, that's so weird. I didn't know you owned a DeLorean. Since since when are we back in the 1970s? She goes, no, 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 we're, we're, it's 2019 and I'm making my own pasta sauce. And that sentence blew my fucking mind. Dude, my parents haven't made their own pasta sauce since I was born. Just pour it in. It tastes the same. It, if not, it probably tastes better. Right, no, it was pretty good pasta, but it wasn't worth the effort, is my point. And it's probably more expensive, again, to buy all the ingredients to, together. So, I don't know. And, oh, okay, my final one for people living in the Stone Age. If you still have a veggie patch, oh my god, go to fucking Coles. Go to Woolies. Go to a grocery store. If you're still like, nah... I prefer my backyard carrots. Ugh. Whenever someone has their own backyard vegetables, and it's like, so, so you know what, you know what, I can always tell. I can always tell. So you look at a plate, and you're like, these are store-bought veggies, and they're like, oh, we grow our own pumpkin, and you're like, oh yeah, I can fucking tell, because it's blue. Or, you know, it'd be something weird like that. You're like, oh, we actually grow our own carrot, and you're like, Really? Because that looks like a fucking pumpkin. Because it's fat as fuck. It's, it looks like... You know, you grow... Oh, man. It's it's so bad. People brag about growing their own vegetables. It's not a good brag. 
I'm never impressed. I've been like, no way. You planted a seed and watered it and wasted your fucking time? Good on you. Get Do something else. There's better things you can do. And uh, I, look, I get it. Some people's hobbies are like, oh, but I've got my little... I've got my little worm farm and my veggie patch and it's just what I like. Like something else. <laughs> How dare you have that hobby around me. It's <laughs> oh, man. It's so funny. I just think it's crazy that some people just like doing more. That's what I can't fathom. There are some people who enjoy going above and beyond. I don't think... There are thing I've ever gone above and beyond for is my career. Like, I'll always try. I'm a perfectionist with that shit. I'll I'll rewrite a joke, rewrite a joke until it's done. I will, like, re-edit a video until I think it can't get any better. You know, I will, I'm a perfectionist, which is a bad thing. I need to just start churning out more content. But, um, yeah, veggie patch-wise, vegetable-wise, food-wise, I'm a simpleton. And, and I like that. Maybe it's just me. Maybe you guys will disagree. Maybe for the last 10 minutes, you guys, you've been like, Luke, man, the future is doing things yourself. No, that was the past. All right? I'm not a peasant. I don't have to grow crops anymore because there's farmers out there who do it for me. And Godspeed to you guys, you bloody legends. Because uh, I, I, I'm glad. I, you know what, man? I, if every day, if I woke up and if I was like, oh, I want some corn. Oh, I'm going to have to grow it. <laughs> I would want to die. I would would want to end it all. If I had to grow my own fucking corn, that would be the end of Luke Kidgel. You know, I, I wouldn't... You know why? Because I'd be spending all my time growing fucking corn than actually doing anything. Is it? Oh, I thought I heard a van again. Damn it, I'm so excited. I don't know why I'm so excited. I'm not even really, I'm not even really excited about the microphone arm. I just want... I, I, I just want... um for it to come, so I don't have to go to the post office, because I'm going to leave the house in like 45 minutes, so, uh, it better bloody come, god damn it, um, alright, what else do I want to talk about, oh, I had a, well, it wasn't a complaint, I had a query recently regarding my pre-show songs at my comedy shows, at my stand-up shows, so, while well, like the seating, why everyone's coming in and getting seated and stuff, I just got tunes banging because I'm a, you know, I'm a sick dog and I don't want you guys sitting there in silence. And people often ask me, like, Luke, do you select your own songs? And I say, hang on, have you just listened to four Reese Maston songs, three Panic at the Disco, and then asked me if I select my own music? No, a shit, a Sherlock. Yes, I select my... No venue happens to be playing... Fucking Reese Maston songs from 2011 and exclusively Panic at the Disco content. Now, I've got a pre-show playlist. It's not all Reese Maston, Panic at the Disco. That is the majority, you know. It's got a couple of Blink-182 vibes in it. And it also has Fat Bottom Girls by Queen in this playlist. And it's got Amy Sharker Said Hi. It's just got a bunch of good tracks. Some relate to, like, memes and stuff we've done in the past. Some are just genuine banglords. And... Someone asked me, like, yeah, do you do it? And I was like, yeah. And another person said, hey, mate, was enjoying your pre-show playlist until Queen came on. And then he goes in brackets, not much of a pump-up song, hey. (laughs) 
What? Fat Bottom Girls by Queen is the ultimate pump-up song. It's a non-traditional pump-up song, and many of you might be disagreeing right now, going, No, Luke, I have the Tigers. No, Luke, Shot Through the Heart by Bon Jovius. All great pump-up songs, I agree. But there is nothing that gets me going like a bit of bloody Fat Bottom Girls. Lyrically, not motivational. But just the general vibe, okay? If you if you, you don't want to go on and, like, destroy, like, just take over the world after you hear this shit, you're wrong, okay? So it starts like this. Already, you're going, what? Freddie, I'll take you home. Boom. So, so this is a bit where you're just like, uh-huh, I could see myself doing something right now. Are you ready? And then, this is where it just kicks in. This is where it starts getting... Boom! How do you not want to watch some banger jokes after this? Dude, this is my favourite song. E- ever. I've, I've loved this song. I've liked it for years. Dude. In brackets... Hey, what do you say? It was brackets like, oh, not such a good pump-up song, hey. What are you talking about, man? I give you guys track after track. This is how I'll go through my pre-show playlist, alright? I'll go through my, my Tambourine Tour Spotify playlist. And maybe you can follow it. I think it's a public playlist. So if you want to look up Tambourine Tour. Uh, okay. I Said Hi, Amy Shark. Good Night, Reese Maston. Alright, see, it's not tragedies by Panic the Disco. Already three top Luke Kidgel tracks. That's like, this is what you get, man. You're the Voice by John Farnham. If that doesn't get you fucking ready, if John Farnham, what are you talking about? How is this? I'm sick of getting complaints over this playlist, dude. It's a bloody privilege to be sitting in my show before it. Really? Man, I'm sick of sick of getting messages. Buddy All-Star? If that doesn't get you in the mood for some gags, you just hate Shrek and me. And I take both of those personally. Oh my god. And then we got a bit more Reese Masson, Shut Up and Kiss Me, to tune. Then we got a little bit more Reese Maston, shout it out. A uh, little bit more Reese Maston as well, Rockstar, perfect. A um, little bit more Panic the Disco, then some Blink 182, boom, bit of punk, gets you ready, and then some more Panic the Disco. So, what do you guys want from me? Do not complain about the best playlist I've ever come up with. It's 15 tracks, but it gets a crowd rocking every time. I've never come on. Look, I've come into cold crowds before, but never after that playlist has been pumping for about 15 minutes, never have I come onto an icy crowd because people are mentally just going, we are fucking ready for gold because we've already heard some on the way in. Um, and you know what? I'd be very interested in new suggestions. So, and there's, look, there's still seven shows, I think, of the Tambourine Tour to go. So... If you guys want to get down, you know, if you still haven't got a ticket, by the way, I'm coming to Sunshine Coast, 
Brisbane and Gold Coast in like two weeks. Brisbane, we're taping the comedy special. There are still tickets left. Come along. It's going to be dope. Um, and yeah, and then Sunshine, all those Queensland shows. You know what? The rest of the tour, I'll be doing a long-ass fucking show. It'll be like an hour and a half. It'll be dope. It'll be, it'll be some of the, you know what, I'm in the best form I've ever been in, so get down, um, it's gonna be fun. Um, my point is, if you guys want to suggest pre-show tracks that you want to hear when you're coming in, I'm all ears. So here's what I'm open to, because, look, although I'm not gonna, because I know clearly there's some of you who don't understand pump-up music, like the person who can play, dude, okay, before before we get on... To how you guys can submit a song entry. Can we just keep going through this song? How do you not think... Fat... This is the best. Fat Bottom Girls is the best pump-up song. Are you ready? There's one bit where it's like, sing it! And it's, oh, it's like, I will, Freddy. I will. This bit. This is ultimate pump-up. If you can... Oh, shit, what just happened? Oh, my ukulele just fell. See? Dude, that's how much this song fucking rocks. It rocked my ukulele down. Just from pure psychitude. Man, it knocked down my background of the podcast. That's how much this song fucking bangs, man. This guy's wrong, alright? Dude, this is the ultimate fucking song. Before, before I come out on my comedy special, this is what I want the last song to play to be. I'm going to try and, I'm going to tell them I'm not walking out until Fat Bottom Girls has fucking pounded through that theatre, man. I want the speakers to be shaken. Because that's the kind of level of pump up that I want to walk on a stage to. And how dare someone say otherwise. So yeah, to that dude who was like, oh, maybe not a best pump up song. Do you not like the, do you not like good rock and roll? Do you not like fat bottom girls? Do you not like Queen? Do you not like good guitar riffs? Do you not like amazing vocals? Do you not like a banging beat that gets you fucking up and about? What's wrong with you, dude? Don't send me that kind of negativity. Alright? Take a look at your own life, and maybe you're just not fucking psyched enough to be there. That's not on you, man, and that's not on Queen. Sorry, that's not on me, it's not on Queen. It's on fucking you. Um, my queen is this is this. Oh, dude! I want to conquer the world right now. I want to finish this podcast. And just do fucking push-ups and then also fly to the moon while I'm doing push-ups on the rocket. That's what I want to do right now. So, anyway, you guys are all wrong. Ultimate pump up tune. Okay, that's probably enough, but hang on. A little bit more. Oh, look, not the best content, guys, but Jesus Christ is... You guys are going to be ready now. Whatever you're doing after this podcast, you're going to be fucking doing it while punching air, okay? Just don't... Unless, hopefully you're not going to kindergarten or something. You'll clock a three-year-old. But you know what? Even Just play the three-year-old that song and it'll fucking get up and start knocking out other three-year-olds. Because it's the ultimate pump-up song. Rockin' world, Oh! Boom! 
Man, I can't believe I got to complain over that. That is the... Like, I, I'm fine. You can tell me my joke sucks, whatever. But how dare you complain about my pre-show playlist? I almost put more thought into the pre-show playlist every year than my show. And you're welcome. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you want to submit... Uh, if, if you think I'm missing an ultimate pump-up tune, um, and, and I'd prefer tunes as well. We can go through them on the podcast, by the way. Shoot me a message, shoot me an email, or shoot me um, whatever. If you want to contribute to my pre-show playlist, send me in, in, in about two sentences why. That's all I want. I, if you can describe to me why the song that you think should be in my pre-show playlist... And by the way, it's going to be a jam. It's going to be pumped. And, but I don't want it to be a traditional pump-up song. Don't be like, ah, oh, I have the tiger. Like, that's... No one... That doesn't even get people pumped anymore. Because I've got pumped over that song so many times in the past. Now I'm just immune to that pumpness. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I've been I have the tiger pumped before. I've been that ready. Give me something new. Give me something spicy, like Fat Bottom Girls, you know? Um, so yeah, if you have a non-traditional pump-up song that you think deserves to be in my pre-show playlist... Uh, and you're still coming on my show, and you want to hear that, you want to hear that banging through the speakers, send me what song it is, and describe it in two sentences as to why you think... Uh, if I was to describe the Queen one, for example, if I was like to a podcast, you know, and I was like, oh, guys, you're missing Queen, Fat Bottom Girls, I'd be like, boys, three words, it fucking bangs. That's it. That's it, man. That's, that is my justification. Your justification can be longer than that. Uh, it can be shorter than that. But, but at the end of the day, you've got to convince me that it fucking bangs, okay? That's the requirement. If you guys send me a song that doesn't fucking bang, it's not going in. But if I get sent a song, and you know what, we can listen to them next week on the podcast, right? You send in your suggestions, we'll get YouTube up, we'll listen to it, and I will decide on the podcast if or not it fucking bangs. And otherwise, you're going to be destroying my show if it doesn't fucking bang. So please send me stuff that fucking bangs. I would appreciate it. And that way, you guys can have some input on what you hear before the show. As long as it fucking bangs, though. Um, yeah, so that's that's it. Fat Bottom Girls is the ultimate pump-up song. You guys want to top that, but you may top some other ones. So let me know if I'm missing any non-traditional pump-up songs and they can go in. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, yeah. This is pretty crazy. Uh, had a lot of uh, correspondence this week just on social media and stuff relating to Spork Chat last week. I brought up the fact that um, I enjoy the combination of a fork and a spoon when going to an Asian restaurant because I enjoy stabbing and also cupping the rice. Uh, and obviously that glorious invention is known as the spork. And the sporks saved a lot of time. I would say it's one of the most efficient utensils. And I've got a lot of correspondence. Um, some of it was regarding, hey man, have you heard of a splayed? And I had heard of a splayed, but I, I'd, I'd actually forgotten about it. As soon as it, someone reminded me, I was like, oh yeah, I have heard of that. If you haven't heard of a splayed, it's not only is it the best of both worlds, it's the best of all three worlds. It is a combination of a fork, a spoon, and a knife. So, like a blade. So, the handle is like a knife on the other side, and then it's a spork on one. So, you can cut something 
do a quick flip with your fingers. I'm assuming you whip it around like that. A real professional splater would hit it, hit it back like that, right? And then you'd stab it with the fork, but then cut with the spoon. That sounds like the dream utensil, the splade. So um, thank you for people who are telling me about the splade. Um, I might have to try and uh, find myself one. Um, sounds good. And uh, yeah, so th so that's it. Man, I was man. Imagine like you know it'd be the ultimate if it came on little wheels and they'd be called roller splades, and then <laughs> and you just roll it, like you wheel it into your meal and then you pick it up. Oh, that'd be sick. Um, and a lot of people disagreeing with me, saying no, nah, I prefer using a fork or a spoon. I do not like the spork. The spork is the greatest goddamn utensil. Put it this way. The spork is what fat... Okay. The spork is what fat bottom girls is to pump... Okay, no way. This is the sentence. This is the quote. I want you to quote this on my grave. If I die tomorrow, this is what I want in the paper. I want it to be at my funeral, maybe like up on a screen with like a picture of me looking majestic. Okay. This is what I want my, my, my legacy to be. <clears throat> The spork in the utensil world is what fat bottom girls is to pump up music. The pinnacle. And then, quote to end quote, Luke Kidgel, 2019. That's my legacy. If I die today, I'd be happy with that. I'd be happy going out knowing that I've made a difference in this world. The spork is the pinnacle of cutlery. And if you haven't tried it, you're missing out. It's like the people who are, you know, going back to the whole Savoy's and Jats Rat thing. It's like everyone who has had a Savoy, even if they're grown up in traditional Jats land, like uh, South Australia or Queensland, during the comedy festival, uh, I kept on getting Savoy's from you guys after shows, which was mad because I love a snack. And lots of the people uh, we were at the venue were from Newcastle, Adelaide, Gold Coast, Every single person who tried a Savoy for the first time went, holy shit, I never want a Jats again. Jackson Fairbarn. Used to be Jatson Fairbarn. Now he's Savoy Fairbarn. He's changed his name. Um, everyone from the Gold Coast, all like my management and stuff, boom. They're all from the Gold Coast. They tried Savoys and it blew their fucking mind holes, man. They... They it filled the void, you know what I mean? It filled the void that Jats was leaving in people. And that's what people who don't like the spork are. I just think you've never tried a spork out of out of and you're and you're saying you don't like it out of ignorance. It's like, well, just because you haven't had it before. I feel bad for some people. It's like, oh I don't like that, but it's like But you haven't tasted what what it's like, you know what I mean? You haven't tasted the salty goods of a Savoy, nor have you felt the efficiency and the glide and the uh, the control of a spork. So, you know, often I would say, hey, look, I think here's how good the spork is. Often there's like a negative connotation with the saying, fork in the road, because it's like, ah, forks are a bit shit, you know, oh, I've got to choose between two things. But a spork in the road, boom. Man, you, okay, this is what the difference between a, between a fork and a spork is, and it's the best metaphor I'll ever probably say. A fork in the road only gives you two options, stab 
or a slight cup. And it's perfect to the saying, a fork in the road. There is two ways to go and you are limited as fuck. And you have to make a choice. You can't do both. But a spork in the road, you can go up, down, sideways. You can twist it, scoop, stab, do both at the same time. You can stab while also scooping. You can't do that with a fork. It falls through the prongs. If you get a spork in the road, you can go north, east, south, west, sideways. Oh my god, there's a van. There's a van. It pulled over. It's coming. It's pulled over. No, it's gone into my neighbours. Wrong house. Sorry, I know I was just doing a really good spork metaphor, but there's a van outside my house. They have pulled into my neighbour's driveway. That is the wrong driveway. The delivery is here. Or maybe they're just not for me. How fucking dare they? I was on a roll with a great spork analogy. I saw a van, so obviously I got excited because I'm waiting for my delivery. And, god damn it. Now I've lost my train of thought. I was probably going to revolutionise cutlery then. And I got distracted by a van. Um, not the first time in my life I've got distracted by a white van. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a gross joke for what I implied there. And I'm not proud of it. Um... Oh, come on. He got out of the car. He got out. Oh, damn it. Anyway. Um, are they coming back? Sorry, I really can't concentrate on the podcast. And I know this isn't great audio, but maybe I should just... Oh, he's, he's coming back. He's coming back. Nah, he's leaving. He's fucking off. Is he turning around? He's turning around! Ladies and gentlemen! He's turning around. He's turning around. He's turning around. Okay. Okay. Come on. No, he's not. Is he... Blokes turn around. Is he coming back? Fuck, he's gone. I'm sorry for the false hope, guys. I'm sorry for the excitement. I felt like Bruce McAvaney then whenever Surioli gets a fucking kick. I just I just get way too excited. I almost did a big old come in my pants because I thought the delivery was coming. This is the most unprofessional podcast I've ever done. <laughs> I just keep stopping looking at bands. Like, imagine if, like, someone on, like, a radio show... That's the difference between podcasts and, like, radio. It's like, you can't just stop your train of thought and yell, Oh, it's a van! <laughs> on national radio. But in a podcast, it's almost encouraged. It's definitely fair game. Um, anyway, sorry. Fuck. What was I talking about? Sporks. Yeah, sporks are the best thing in the world. You can go up, down, left, right, bloody... You can bury... You can do whatever you want with the spork. There's no fork in the road. Spork in the road is unlimited potential. Fork in the road, two options. So, guys, when at next time someone says... Oh, like, next time you have to make a big, big decision in life and you you don't want to go down that path, someone goes, oh, there's going to be a fork in the road, mate. You're going to have to choose between this... Or this, you pull them in close, you grab them by the collar and you say, no, there's a spork in the road because anything is possible. And then push them away and they'll walk away going like, was that supposed to be profound? I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, sporks are the best, man. And, and to anyone disagreeing, like, look, I'm happy for people to have an opinion, but I don't know. Sometimes people are wrong. That's fine. Everyone makes mistakes. So if you want to message me and apologize, that's cool. Um, just try a spork, and you'll never, you'll never fucking go back to a spoon and a fork. I wish there were metal 
sporks. I don't think I've ever seen a metal spork. I've seen a metal fork, obviously, and a metal spoon, but I've, I've never seen a pla- I've only ever seen a plastic spork. So maybe someone hit me up if you guys come across a a metal spork uh, spoon fork. That'd be awesome. Um, all right, that's probably it for the podcast, guys. I oh, know I will do some. Uh, what's the time? I need to go soon. Ah, shit. All right, I will do five more minutes and then I have to bloody head off. Let's do, let's knock me up. So I've already read one knock, which was CD's nuts. Let's see what else you guys, let's see what other profound messages. Uh, I've got another one from Optus. Uh, Don't miss out on a 50% recharge discount. Hey Optus, eat dick. Um, We're still at war. How dare you even message me? You know what I mean? I've already talked about this. Do not try and get a truce. It's not happening. A delete Haha, <laughs> just deleted Optus's message. And let that be a warning. Um, Luke, mate, should I get a haircut? Uh, depends how long your hair hair is. You should have included a, an attachment of an image with uh, your hair. And then I could have judged if I thought it needed a cut or not. So whoever sent me, uh, Luke, mate, should I get a haircut? Next week, could we get a picture of your hair? And then we can all decide if you should get a haircut or not. So maybe just hold off on the haircut for a week and then I'll get back to you. Um, hey, mate. Uh, that's, that's, I'm not replying. What, what the fuck? You, what, what do you want to say? Hey, mate. Hey. Um, this one's a good one. Hey, Luke. Got a fun fact for you. I uh, haven't had a fun fact in a couple of weeks, which is good. Let's see how fun this is. In England, uh, in the 1800s, they didn't have the technology to make dentures. So the people that needed them had to use the teeth of people from the dead. Mainly, oh, so that's used the teeth of dead people, mainly from fallen soldiers. Enjoy, from Liam. Uh, thank you very much, Liam. Um, that is a, that's a pretty enjoyable fact. Although, I think what's even more fun is people not even having dentures at all and then just suffering. Suffering with a, with a sore mouth. Um, and, and trying to swallow steak with their gums. That's probably more fun. But, um, yeah, very fun fact, man. Uh, what's the meaning of life? Well, you've, you've written a capital A in the word meaning. So you've actually written what's the meaning of life. So I've got no idea what the meaning of life is, but, uh, you tell me. Okay, there's any good ones. All right, here's an actual good one. Hi Luke, I was wondering if there was any tips on how to reduce stress because I'm struggling a bit with uni at the moment. Also, have you ever tried churrasco barbecue basting at Nando's? Did I bet I spelt that wrong? Churrasco? No, not spelt. Pronounced it wrong. I bet you I just pugotted that up. It's better than lemon and herb. What? I can't read. It's better than lemon and herb and it's not spicy. Just some advice from one white girl who can't handle spice. Anyway, love seeing your show a few weeks ago. Very funny. Thanks for everything. Um, tips with stress. Uh, firstly, no, I haven't tried that sauce. I only ever go lemon and herb because I'm too basic. But um, lemon's a bit sour, so maybe I could go a barbecue uh, sauce at Nando's. I always just worry that it's going to be spicy. Um, you know, that's how concerned I am about spice that I will not even risk a barbecue um, and wondering if you have any tips on how to reduce stress 
Um, oh man, I think I'm terrible at reducing stress. I think I just get stressed sometimes and don't reduce it. And then it just goes away once I finish the thing that I was stressed about. Um, that's what usually helps me is just plowing through. I don't think that's a good advice though. Just plowing through, getting it done, and then it's like, oh, I'm not stressed anymore because that's over. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think you maybe just maybe just ease up on a few things. It depends what you're stressed about. If you're stressed because there's a bunch of shit going on in your life, just work out what's important to you, what matters, and um, just cut some stuff out and chill out a bit. You might. I think people just stress themselves out because they do too much and they try and fit too much in the day. So just uh, prioritize things maybe a bit better and um, don't let yourself get stressed over the things that don't matter. You know, just prioritize a few things, get them done, and then, yeah, you might be, hopefully that might work, you might be a little more relaxed. I try and do that, I try and prioritize my day. You know, it's like top three things, it's like write some jokes. Like for example, these are, these are my top priorities at the moment. Um, pull your dick, like, very hard, almost so it falls off, priority number one. Um, priority number two, my comedy special, that's, that is the, the biggest priority right now. Well, just under pulling my dick, but that's, that's high up there. I want it to be the best I can be, so the way I'm preparing for that is, for about two hours every day, I go through old jokes, I rewrite the new ones, I practice it a little bit, I just, like, go through it in my head and work out if there's anything I can add and stuff. Um, so that, that's the biggest priority. And then three is just continuing general content. So like podcasts, um, hopefully doing a couple of videos. I put up a Patreon-only clip uh, just before. So just stuff like that. So like that's priority three. And then after that, it's like, yeah, if I don't get things done after that, then it's not the end of the world. Uh, I've still got a lot of things to catch up on. I still need to catch up on a few of the Patreon rewards and stuff like that. But... Um, yeah, I was trying to do too much, I think, during the comedy festival, and by the end, I was a bit stressed out. So I just uh, took a couple of days where I I didn't do, I didn't take a few days off. I don't really take days off, but I just took a few days to be like, all right, what's important? What do I need to work on here? Let's focus on these things because I was trying to do too much at once. Where I looked at my life, I'm like, I'm only getting half of all these things done. I'm not completing anything. So I just. Uh, now I'm starting to get a few things done because I'm just focusing on a couple of things at a time. Because I think that overwhelms you. And uh, yeah, that would be my advice. Um, and if you're stressed about school or something, then... Um, oh yes, you said I'm struggling a bit with uni at the moment. Alright, so just ignore everything I fucking said. I didn't read the question. I'm struggling a bit with uni. Um, yeah, it might be the same advice, really. Just, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, if they're overworking you can ask for an extension or something, or just work out which which stuff's important, you know, stop rocking up to lectures if they don't matter, um, that's not good advice, is it, me going, don't go, but yeah, I would just say, work out, just prioritise what's important, and um, then you'll slowly start just knocking out those things, and then you'll have less shit to do, hopefully, um, I hope that helps, uh, I'm not the best person to ask, I don't get that stressed that much, because my life's pretty good. My life's definitely ideal. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for uh, the message. I will try that barbecue sauce as well. Uh, would Next one is, would 100% be down for a live potty on Mount Tambourine? Maybe I read that last week. Um, sweet. Those are all the knocks from this week. Um, very good stuff, guys. Um, I Thank you for telling me to see these nuts. Um, 
knock me up if you want on the Patreon. It's great to have you all on board. It really means a lot as well, uh, before I end it, that people are supporting me. Because this month is, uh, also this last week, I've spent... It's a bit weird to talk about your finances on the podcast, but... Yeah, I've spent... I would just say... I'm not going to tell you the exact figure, but... I think... I don't even know the exact figure, to be honest, but upwards of $3,000 in the last week on equipment and different other things. And, and that's not every week, by the way. I'm not just dropping cash like that. Um, I don't have cash like that to drop. But um, I bought... Yeah, this new podcast might cost me over $700, and then it's like 200 bucks for the arm... Uh, and then it's like $130 for a little side table to put it on that's heavy enough to hold the weight of the mic. So it's like a very, uh, yeah, all up I've spent well over $1,000 um, just to, just on podcast alone. And uh, my camera broke, so I bought a new camera during the week uh, as well. So thank you very much. But my point is thank you very much to the Patreon people. Um, if it wasn't for you guys it legitimately wouldn't be possible. So I really appreciate it. I would be dying or borrowing money from my parents or something like that. So, uh, yeah, I really appreciate that. It's uh, It keeps what I do going, and uh, your support means the world. And also, I appreciate appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast as well, everyone who comes to a show. Uh, it's, it's you people that uh, keep me doing what I'm doing, which is really cool. So I uh, thank you very much. Um, and, yeah, so I've got a new camera, I've got a new mic, and also, you're probably thinking, Luke, how does that add up to upwards of $3,000? There is one project that I'm working on with a very good friend of mine that we cannot reveal yet, kind of legally, and also kind of because we can't tell you guys yet. But the minute we can, I cannot wait to tell you what we've been working on. And I think you guys, especially you guys who listen to the podcast, you will be stoked and super excited with what's to come. So pretty much what I'm doing in this last uh, week or so, two weeks, the reason why there hasn't been too much content is um, I did do a lot of content for about two months there and then now I'm, I've still got a lot to come. I've written a lot. I just need to film it and edit it. I've written like four videos that are ready to go. I just need to churn it out. Um, but I, I've been really pumping out um, content. Oh, sorry, I've been really setting myself up for the rest of the year. Uh, we're planning something pretty big. I think it'll be one of the biggest things we've ever done. I think it could be one of the biggest things in Australia uh, for the genre, at, uh, hopefully when it starts and when it gets going. So uh, yeah, I've been putting a lot of money and time. Like, uh, Dude, I was at a spotlight. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're building something. We're literally building a physical thing like in a room uh, for this project. So I've been to like spotlight and like furniture stores all week and that takes up a lot of time we, we've spent three whole days in the last week just shopping and spending way too much money but also trying to budget ourselves and yeah but it's so anyway whatever we'll i'll talk about it when we can announcement feel feel free to speculate on what you think it is it doesn't matter to me um, <laughs> and uh yeah something big will be coming at the end of the year um something that i'm really excited about and i haven't been excited about anything like this in ages so uh really really pumped up for what's to come this year and yeah gonna be a lot of videos and stuff soon so um thank you very much for listening to the podcast i will see you guys next week tell a friend if you enjoy this podcast it would mean the world and um yeah let's try and grow this thing and let's try and keep it going also tour dates as i said earlier sunshine coast brisbane 
and Gold Coast, get down to the Tambourine Tour. Please, if you're coming to Brisbane, bring all your friends. I'm trying to fill a big-ass room. We've over half-filled it. Uh, I need to sell a few more uh, because I want this special to pop. I want it to be the biggest thing I've ever done. And I'm working my ass off every day, so I promise it's going to be a killer show. And also, there's going to have fucking... Just come for the pump-up tunes alone, man. Come to hear Queen. Alright, <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be dope. And then we go to Hobart uh, at the end of May. Hobart's like five weeks away now, so get on it. And then Adelaide, Albury, and Canberra. Get down to the Tambourine Tour. It's going to be sick, and I'll see you guys soon. See you next week. Bye.